0: Tonight, on Powerful Tooth Angels, we're going head-to-head with girlfriends, the city of Portland, online callers, Jason's haircut, flannels, the idea of moose versus gel, and Omar's rapidly declining health. Let's get ready to talk about podcasting. Ella, don't look at me as if you're proud of me. This is nothing to be proud of. I don't feel like I'm You look like, no, don't give her a mic. Do not. Okay, look. We're no. Put it away. Take Jason. As your boss, take that away. <laughs> Thank you. Um listen, we're here we are. So uh you know, it's uh you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's it, my my aunt has joined this, uh, my Aunt Fa has joined this group of radicals, you know, my, my auntie, my auntie Fa, (laughs) my auntie Fa, oh man, this is going to be quite a show, got to tell you, um, another one, uh, you know, they, um, they, um, um, you ever had, uh, you ever had sex with a minor? Um, I, I do, I have, and I got to tell you, the coal dust is annoying. (laughs) Coal miner, not a mine, not a young person, a coal miner. Hey, oh, two for two. Let's knock these jokes out of the park. So a guy walks into a bar, he's got a duck and the duck goes, Hey man. Give me some bourbon. The bartender goes, "Why'd you bring that asshole?" Oh, baby, we're lining them up and knocking them down. Yeah. So I just uh, went to Portland. I was in Portland last week, and um, I was there with the uh, the beloved man who who used to occupy this chair, Maddie Matheson. Because uh, even though you know I've slowly been taking over the podcast, Maddie still you know he still can be called down. From uh, he's he can call be called down from the majors once in a while to come in here and pinch hit, um, more like pinch a loaf. <laughs> hey, oh. Um. Anyways, so yeah, Maddie, Maddie once in a while can just be called into the show at any time, and by what I mean by at any time, we're talking some uh, some uh, moolah, right? It's, it takes you gotta throw some cheddar in front of the big guy to get him to get out of bed. Anyway, so Maddie and I we met in Portland. It started off great. Um, we're at this hotel, and uh, we did a whole show in Portland about Portland. And she'll come out in January. Maddie and I just kind of traipsing around town, fucking around, doing this and that, and it's great. Um, and then, uh, and then Maddie and I are just you know, after after it's all over, I, you know, Maddie, as soon as the show ends, he just starts, he just starts spiraling, and it just he starts going dark, and. uh and I'm like, Maddie, what what do you what Maddie only wants to do two things? One is stare at a wall and the other is eat pizza. And I didn't want to eat any pizza. I said, Maddie, do you want to go to the movies? And he just starts laughing. He goes, The movies? What for? I'm like, so we have something to do. Because Portland, it was very gray. And uh and I didn't know much about the city when I was there, so I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, I'm just gonna go to the movies. And Maddie refused to go to the movies with me, so I went to the movies by myself. And I was the only person in the theater, and I saw this film. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but it was dog shit. And it was so bad that I I was fighting to get to the end because I hate walking out of movies. Because I always feel like there's going to be something redeeming that's going to happen. But uh, I got three quarters through just from pure pure stubbornness, and I, I, I had to leave. I'm not going to tell you what movie it was because I've realized that I'm not a critic, and I think critics are shit. I think it's a horrible, horrible I don't want to be a critic. So I'm not going to critique this film and tell you what film it was, but I will say that there was a bunch of people that were flying around in it and shooting lasers out of their eyes. Boy, did it suck dick. What I think you can infer, just do just take a look at what's out right now and see who's flying. And uh, don't see it. Um, anyways, so when you go to Portland, uh, you know, the thing that happens is immediately you're kind of greeted with Really, um, really chirpy, um, cheerful graffiti, you know, a sponsor graffiti. And it'll say like, don't put that, take that down. It'll say like, um, you know, if you're part of the change, then the change is part of you. And it'll just be like a huge side of a building that says that, or, or it'll be, you'll be driving down the street and it'll just be like, you know, learn, learn yourself before yourself is with there we go shit like that even it doesn't even look that good this is pretty good i didn't see this one but there's a lot of a lot of positive um uh signage in portland it's kind of like part of the deal every building i saw one building i walked past just just like a whole mile of poetry i'm walking past trying to read it trying to find uh Trying to find meaning in my life, as I often do as I'm as I'm walking around, wandering around cities. And uh, so that's kind of the Portland branding, is they just like to... Yeah, your ideas are sound. All sound. What the fuck? That was from Portland, Maine, by the way. Okay, it's the wrong Portland, jackass. Um, so Portland has a lot of positive uh, murals, and it's very gray. Na- beautiful nature. Um, I had Burmese feud. I had Burmese... I had Burmese food and this is the best thing about the Burmese Burmese place I went to with uh, my girlfriend. She my my girlfriend Ella joined us towards a towards the weekend just to kind of cruise around and see what they, see what's happening. And we went to a Burmese restaurant which was bomb. It was really good. Food was great, but for some reason they decided that uh I guess in Burma the way that they do the way they deal with waitressing or waitering is they just fire the staff and hire robots. Literally, it was a restaurant with a robot that brought you your food, but next to the robot was a server who had to walk with the robot to take the food off of his little robot tray. So I was like, what the fuck kind of like backwards and I asked the girl who was like there was a girl who's like the hostess. And I go, there's like this this like robot arm. Kind of like what you see on um it's like sometimes you see these things with cameras attached to them for trick shots and it was like a robot arm like what goes on with that arm she goes well you know i don't know if you're gonna be able to see what's gonna happen with that arm but uh i don't think you're gonna see what's gonna i'm like what does it actually do she goes well the problem with the arm is that you know it's supposed to shake drinks but it's so hard to load up with drinks and to clean up that we don't even turn it on so they had a bunch of they had a bunch of technology in this restaurant that was already useless because because now the people were following the robots around and helping the robots do their job and the robots are supposed to take over the job of the humans and the robot waiter was just like it had a little cute face that it was like a digital screen that had like a smiley face with eyes and it just had four trays and it would bring your dish and then someone would scurry over and take the dish from the robot and put it on the thing I was like I want to unload the robot and I'll tell you how simple I am uh just because that thing had a had a had a screen that had a happy face and two eyes. I thought it was. I was like, this is cute. This this dude. I wanna I wanna hang out with this robot, and uh, I, I was like, I want to interact with it just because all it had was a digital smile and two eyes. It was like beep beep. It was very kawaii. Anyway, so yeah, I recommend going to this Burmese um, this Burmese restaurant in uh, in Portland. It, food was great. Also, the hostess for no reason at all just was like basically. We had like um, yoga pants and just like thong. She was dressed like she dressed like crazy, like yoga dancer. Like it, she did not look like a hostess. She looked like a dancer, and she had like yoga pants with the thong whale tail coming out the top, which Ella tells me is built into the pants, which is crazier than than that. And like a little top and a mask on. And I just was like, and I just kept being like, what is going on? Why is she dressed like we're at a strip club? It was a wild look, and I think that you know, I my the story I concocted in my mind was that like, you know, this is a generational restaurant, and this is just how she wants to dress. Yeah, it was that kind of look. It was called the whale tail, and she just she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be me, and I'm gonna dress how I want." This is like, maybe how maybe this is how things are done in Burma. Maybe we need to go to Burma and check things out because it was it was a wild look. She was Burmese. Um, she was definitely Burmese. I heard her speaking Burma to to the dude. They were they were Burmese. What do you mean they are speaking Burmese? Um, so yeah, Portland was was quite a quite a quite a great quite a sh- that, I mean what a what a show what a what a what a city what a town. Uh, shout out to uh, industry and Ovet and those guys it was great. They showed us around. Shout out to Dwayne, um, just crazy maniac of a person. Dwayne, puff coffee. I'm just gonna start sponsoring. I'm gonna start shouting out Puff Coffee on the podcast because just because Dwayne's the guy, and um, I think he sent me enough coffee to where he's earned he's earned a uh, a free free ad read. So I'll just do my Puff ad read. If you want the best coffee in the world. This pairs itself with uh, psychotropics, hallucinogenics, and marijuana use Puff Coffee as your natural marijuana accelerator. I don't even know if that's his platform. I just threw that together because of the name. But the Puff Coffee. Dwayne's a master of making coffee and his new brand's called Puff. So blaze it up. 420? do it uh anyways so yeah i'm back from la you know and uh i'm back in la and it's and it seems that the shitty weather has followed me here it's gray as hell it's fucking cold and you know i'm just kind of cruising and i'm trying to make sense of uh, everything that's going on in the world and it's hard you know it's really hard to make sense of it i mean i was thinking um today uh jason uh, first off we got to talk about a best of episode do you have any? I keep I keep bringing this up to you. Don't don't laugh. I bring this up to you, and you go, <laughs> yeah. You make you give me some sort of kind of answer, but I have this feeling that the day is going to come for us to have a best of episode, and you're going to have your dick in your hand. There's going to be a week where I work on the best of episode. Okay, good. So we're going to do a best of episode so we can have... So I think I think a roundup of the year would be nice. Just kind of like a top top 20 clips, you know? Yeah, best of the best. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned, folks. And uh, we still have some upcoming guests. Those are going to be wonderful. And, and uh, there may be a twist. Oh, yeah. She, Jason says there may be a twist. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, what twist? You know, just have to stay tuned and find out. What did you say? Nobody said your name So Anyways How much time is that? 12 minutes? That was You actually literally 12 minutes 12 minutes and Yeah seconds. I know and My internal clock is amazing Pretty good I'm also I'm what they call a human computer It's it's amazing how specific I am Can we get this picture of this woman's ass Off of the screen please This whale tail look I don't want to look at this anymore Yeah, yeah. So anyways um, Back to uh, Yeah We're going to do a best of episode It's going to be great And um, You know, I got to say that the episode that we did last week with Callie and Kubo, like that crew, uh, maybe one of the best episodes, in my opinion, my humble opinion, it was one of the best, most, actually, okay, I'll say this, it was the best, I've had, I had so much fun recording that episode, but I got to say that with most of my guests, we can go back to Gabby Lamb. Gabby Lamb, great inter- great inter- interchange between us, great uh, interaction, hilarious person. Love Gabby Lamb. Gabby Lamb. Um, somebody said, somebody told me that they shared our, uh, they shared our kind of bit on what happens to, as soon as you get new technology, it just centers around fucking. And someone shared that uh, to these guys who are working on a metaverse campaign. You know, his little kind of little ha ha ha, because it's like before. How long are we are we going to? Like I'm, I know that the meta, like the metaverse thing is happening so fast. Like Nike just acquired some metaverse company. <laughs> It's going really quickly. Adidas and everyone Adidas put one of the monkeys as their avatar on Twitter. Who is? Adidas put one of the monkeys as right. their avatar on well, Twitter. Well, that's NFT. That's not even Metaverse. It's all... Listen, it this whole Web3 thing, you guys, I know some of you are kind of like looking at this and being like, this is dumb. What's happening? And it's kind of like the same way people were... The same way you don't be blockbuster, okay, and looking at Netflix and being like, this is dumb. Nobody's gonna wanna stream films. They wanna drive to the video store and they wanna pick up a tape and they wanna put it in their VCR and then they wanna put it in the auto rewinder. That's what people wanna do forever. Uh, No, guys, uh, it's happening, it's happening fast. And you're fucked. So get on. But I can barely keep up. I want to get in. Like everyone, you know, everyone's everyone's talking about generational wealth. I just saw an ad. I just saw a post from the game saying that he's, you know, like the game is 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 making intergenerational wealth off of NFTs. You know, like people are just like buying and selling shit. They don't even know what the fuck it is. Like I don't even know what this is. What you're showing me? What is that? NFT. Right. Do you, not, but, do you not think that this is awful? It's all terrible. But that's kind of the that's the currency, right? I think it's getting better. It went from really insane, like overly Photoshopped art, like highly detailed, crazy stuff, you know, like a, a giant marble statue climbing out of a necropolis and, Breathing smoke that says, you know, pain. I don't know what the fuck. And now it's getting more crude and looking like anime, and it's okay, that's okay. It's it's, it's becoming a little realistic because because what's happening is it's really not about the art. It's about what's going on behind the scenes with the NFT, right? Now it's also becoming about the community behind the NFT. What's what, this, what is what does this what does this NFT represent? What are they doing? Where do you like? What one of the Migos is like? If you buy my NFT, you might take you to the fucking moon or some shit. You get to go to space. What do these represent? It's 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 kind of interesting it's like a democratic uh committee by which you can uh affect some sort of like interesting event slash change slash project uh and be a part of it in a real way right a bunch of people can get together and say like we're gonna buy this nft because this nft represents someone uh, making a giant uh, 400 foot ceramic banana that one of us gets to live inside of, or something like that. You know, there'll be. I think there will be lotteries. There'll be like everyone chipping on this NFT. Everyone dropped 300 bucks, and one of you is going to have a three million dollar house in Hollywood Hills. Like this. This is what it's turned into. And I think that we are entering. I don't think we are entering. I think we have crossed over, and I think a lot of us are not willing to acknowledge that we've we've kind of we've 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 entered the new. We're in the new world. We're in the future more now than ever. And the metaverse thing is like, um, it's completely, it's a wrap. So this alternate reality, this VR world, this web three, all this shit, it's over. It's all, (laughs) it's all, uh, it's, 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 it's over. We're in it. And, and I'm barely, I barely have my toe in it. I'm aware. I'm, I'm taking, I'm paying attention. I'm looking at NFTs. I'm talking to guys. I'm having conversations. I'm buying crypto. You know, like I'm, I'm wildly intrigued. I want to be involved. Real cool, Jason. Really fucking cool. Um, But you know. Here we are. Anyways, so what else? What else are we talking about, Jason? You got some, you got some, usually you hit me with some subjects. You got some stuff to talk about, but today you're just coming up short. Well, I was going to ask you about these NFTs primarily, actually. You brought it up yourself. You brought it up yourself. Let me paint a picture for you. You've just put in a long day of work. Working hard. Working hard. Hard. And then you're like, I'm going to get some food. And then you're like, fuck it, man. Let's just make it. And you go to the store and it's like, what, dude? And the thing is, you got so high that you've realized that you're not even in a store, but you walked into your own closet. And you're in the closet and you're like, I've been looking at tennis rackets and like old North Face jackets for 20 minutes and I'm not even in a deli. And then you just you come to the realization and you're like, maybe I shouldn't take edibles in the middle of the day on a Tuesday and tell yourself that you're going to have some quiche. Now, flip that and reverse it and put that thing down. It's been a long day. And, you know, after a long day, um, I like to just sit down and imagine foods Different foods from different lands. Sometimes I just sit here and I'll just imagine a nice curry. Nothing like a gorgeous, beautiful, delicious chicken curry. Chicken chicken mango Burmese curry with a white rice. Can you imagine how delicious that would be? What about a nice chickpea salad? Just a nice, fresh, light salad of chickpeas with little sponges of cheese in it and lightly doused with oil. Served to you by a Burmese robot. Well, it's not always going to work for you because... Unlike the Burmese, uh, we don't have robot servers in our house. In this house, the food gets on the table via the man of the house because the woman of the house is out shopping and being an Instagram <laughs> Can I say that? I can't say that. You can bleep that. Um, all right, listen. Uh, I I can't talk enough to you about the... Um, the pluses. I can't talk. I cannot talk enough about how much I love Green Chef, and because it, it's one of the products on the show that I've actually used. When I go to the store, when I try to cook from like a, some sort of recipe, I go and I. and it, First of all, it takes me. I'm not fucking lying. This is my thing. When I I've I've cooked recipes from Maddie's book, I'm a lark and been like, I'm gonna make this beef whatever dish or i'm going to make this pasta or something or other and and i go to the store and it takes me maybe i would say 90 minutes of shopping to get all the ingredients because i don't know where the fuck the anise star is or the peppercorn um kernels or like where to find the proper jalapeno like I, I it literally does my head in i i hate wandering around supermarkets i hate shopping first of all, i fucking hate let me just rest i hate shopping i hate it i hate buying pants i hate buying anything and i like things to be easy for me because i'm a busy guy i'm on the go i'm moving around i'm doing things i'm juggling i'm spinning motherfucking plates okay i don't like shopping but i do like eating and nourishing my body with nutrients and food and uh also you know like i did today i ordered some food online i ordered a couple bowls a nice sample salmon bowl uh maybe some uh, potatoes some salad some some rice seventy dollars for two bowls are you fucking kidding me seventy fucking dollars that's crazy it's not sustainable if i kept eating at that rate i would be broken four days because i have um 280 in my bank account currently enjoy your greens while being green green chef is the most sustainable meal kit offsetting <laughs> of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Green Chef makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious homemade cooked meals. Again, I'm in the supermarket. I'm searching for... I don't even know what the fuck it is. Some weird spice and I'll get lost for like 20 minutes and God forbid you ask someone at the supermarket to help you because they don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know where anything is. They just want to get the fuck out of there and go home and watch television like myself. Um, so you can avoid the long lines of the grocery store. You can avoid the zombie-like employees at the grocery store because the green chef's uh, ingredients are pre-made and pre-measured. The sauces, the dressings, the spices, it's all set up in these little packages. And you just cut them open and you pour them in the pan and you whip it and you chef it the fuck up. And it's the best. You can make dishes that no one ever thought you'd make before. Impress your partner, impress your parents, impress your dog, impress your cat. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every mother effing week. Do you understand what I'm saying? Featuring premium clean ingredients that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, it's the first ever keto meal kit on the market. I've done the keto. I've done the paleo. It's bomb. The shit's fucking fire. Not going to lie. I love it. Go to greenchef.com slash PTA10 and use code PTA10 to get 10 free meals. That's 10 free meals, including free shipping. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh with a wider array of meal plans to choose from. That's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands. Now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. My girlfriend uh, seems to think that I watch too much TV. And I got to tell you, I don't watch enough TV. I would like to wake up in the morning and turn TV on and just like tether myself to it, I just just connect my face to it and feed myself um, whatever would keep me awake and alive enough to just binge as much as possible because I love it. I love television so much. I love it. I always have. I'm sorry. I'm just coming out and saying I love television. And the same with Instagram. Um, I love. To, I love to. I love to disconnect from the reality, and that's why I'm waiting eagerly awaiting my entrance into Web three, where I can finally just leave uh reality for weeks at a time and just i'll just leave and you'll come back and i'll have a machine that will exercise my body and 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 electronically stimulate my muscles so i'll get incredibly buff but i'll be journeying to distant lands um through through my headset which uh my girlfriend's getting me for christmas i uh, an oculus and i'll just i'll just be flying through realms my body will be exercising and becoming strong so when i do return to reality i can return to a to a really buff vessel kim kardashian Becoming a lawyer, it's great, great, good for her. I, I mean, imagine, imagine if like. Imagine if she did, if she did become a lawyer, right? She passes the bar. I, I heard she passed on her fourth attempt. She passed. She passed the bar, which is like I couldn't. The baby bar, the baby bar what is that? I'm not sure. It's okay, you know. So you're being racist right very now. Very, very you're being a. You're being a masochistic. Yeah. You're being a, a chauvinist racist by saying that she can't pass a bar because she's an Armenian woman. Is she that it the baby bar. Yeah, quote baby. Unquote, baby bar. What's the ba- oh? Okay, I stand corrected. What is the baby bar? It's like the first test you take before the second one in. Cal- I think it's California specific. First year law students examination. So is she? Do you think that she is even in law school, or she's just taking the? I think she's just taking the tests. Nobody knows. Listen, just think about this. Think about you. You know, you get in trouble. Let's say she's doing criminal law, and you you're some fucking kid who gets caught with like some coke, and and you have to go to drug diversion, and you have to get a lawyer. And um, Kim Kardashian's your lawyer. Uh, I mean, that would be mind boggling. But anything can happen these days, because maybe she's so bored. Maybe she is so bored of being so rich and so powerful. Yeah. And she said, I heard this thing. She said that, you know, because Kanye is making a play to get her back. Right. He's like singing about her. And and he said she said that he does all the big things for her, but he doesn't do the small things because all she really wants is a hug. She wants a hug and she wants to be, she wants someone to say, how was your day? And someone to brush her hair instead of Kanye is just like, instead he just like, he demolishes a building and erects a statue in her name, but doesn't actually give her what she wants is a hug. And instead she's going to be, you know, dicking around with um, Pete Davidson and uh, whatever it is that he brings to the table and Pete Davidson's out here just, you know running running the board you know doing his thing and that's the thing that guys don't get about Pete Davidson is that's what women want they want this like they want like a slightly sick gaunt man who's like you know mostly dick meat mostly skeleton and almost barely alive and that's 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 the epitome that's the pinnacle of man for women and uh, that's what they want. And men, you got to deal with that. you are spending all this time in the gym when you could just like take perks for three years and and lose 40 pounds and just kind of like squawk once in a while. And you can get whatever you want as far as women are concerned. So figure it out, get it together, stop working out. Because here's the thing, this is the reality is that I think about this often and I think about all the things that I'm trying to do to make myself feel good or better. And I think about like exercise and Achieving goals and you know making money and doing work and all these things in my mind, there's some goal line where one day I will do this thing and I'll feel like a real a real boy. I'm a, I'm a real person if I can do this. If I can be, if I can get to this level, if I can get to this belt, if I can get to this uh, salary level, if I can make this project happen, I will become a real person. But the reality is, you never get to become a real person. You're always gonna be a ghost. Chasing the shell of a dream, looking for meaning in the back of a fast food wrapper that you found drifting in a pool of cum. And that's life. And just deal with it and deal with the fact that also at the same time that this is all going on, that we're all kind of scrambling and striving to do things is that, you know, A, some other kid's gonna do it way faster, way cheaper, way easier, and make way more money than you ever did and be way more successful than you ever imagined. And B, Uh, They're building right now a black box for planet Earth. You know what the black box is, the thing that you put in the plane? The black box is the thing in the plane that remains after the plane is destroyed. It's an indestructible black box. Well, they're making one for planet Earth right now. It's in New Zealand. It's like 100-foot-thick steel walls, something like that. Uh, Look it up. Why don't you do some Googling, Jason? Jesus Christ. One time I want you to Google something and you don't Google it. Okay, Jason needs to Google it, guys. work, Work as a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. Listen, I don't have time for this. I already paid you in lunch. Um, so she's depressed. Listen, uh, you know, seasonal depression. Listen, okay. Earth is getting a black box. This is in the New York Times, okay? Earth is getting a black box to hold humans accountable for climate change. So, what this means is if it all goes tits up, right, and we eat shit, which is very likely. This is what's left for future, because it because it can go really bad, and the Earth can melt down, and you know civilizations uh, they they disappear, and there's no recorded information left sometimes. And this way, they're going to have a bunch of hard drives, and they're going to have all they're going to fill it full of TikTokers. It's going to be like 1% to 14% world history, 86% TikTokers. And in that will be like you know TikTok and Instagrammers. Facebook will be in there a little bit. Maybe MySpace, maybe Friendster. Tom from MySpace will have about 10% just because of what he's contributed to humanity. The Zuckerberg will have a good chunk of it. And it's just going to be memes. They got to save all the memes. When the planet melts down, we got to save all the motherfucking memes because like Honestly, that's what's going to tell the story. That's what's going to tell the story to the future generations when they dig us up. Because if you think about it, if the earth is going to reset and uh, we're going to have to start from scratch then that means that we'll have gone tribal again and then we're going to start from the beginning and we're going to be scrabbling around with you know rocks and sticks well we won't be scrabbling around because we have to come from somewhere so we'll be we'll have a memory of the world as it was but it'll be kind of like we'll be scavenging and then we'll find this box and it'll tell us what assholes we are and what we were what pricks we were what a fucking what a what a shitty what a people you know we just fucked up we really fucked this place up we really fucked it up, and I didn't fuck it up. I didn't make these choices, but I did. If you've ever done anything in the world, and you've ever done it, you've you're, you're a part of the problem. Unless you just sit around and eat bamboo shoots and ride your bike everywhere, you know. If you do anything of, of any note, you're taking a plane ride. You've bought an iPhone. You had a sandwich. You bought a chair. You have a television. You have an iPhone. You get on a plane. I already said that. You, you've you've had a you've you've gone to a store. You've gone to Target. You've gone to. Um, Anyone, if you've done anything in the world except for things that we sponsor, then you're part of the problem unless you're one of our sponsors and then you're good because there's no carbon footprint That's right. for our sponsors they're help they're angels so that being said uh you know it's interesting because i you know i'm always trying to to better myself and to do better and trying to get these get to these unattainable goals and to trying to manifest myself into something bigger or better or more beautiful than what i am but at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because a on the grand scale we're all going to melt down and b on a smaller scale you know shit's uh, you're always going to be you no matter what you're always going to be you at the core of who you are. And if you're a happy-go-lucky person who loves life, then you're going to love life at any level. And if you're a person that sees the darker side of things and that's your perspective, then you're probably going to be stuck with yourself no matter where you go. And, you know, but, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's like it's great to have a fight. It's good, good to have something to push against. You know, the eternal struggle, that's the narrative, right? You got to have, a, you gotta have a, a quid pro quo fight to the death. And it's my death or your death, Jason, but one of us is going to fucking die all right you got to push the wheel like conan said push the wheel get buff uh let's take some calls what was that 20 minutes 25 minutes this is right up my alley because i'm i'm a consumer i like to buy things and i like to buy things uh i'm not camping out for shit i just can't do it i don't have time i don't have the patience and i don't want to do that um I don't want to do it. I don't camp out for I don't camp out for food. I don't camp out for concerts. I don't wait outside to go to clubs. Not that I'm special. I just don't have the patience. So if there's a line, I just leave. If I can't get in, I don't get in. Does that make sense? If I can't get in, I'm not gonna wait. Anyways, um, I know you PTA people are gonna appreciate this because like you, like me, love sneakers. We love them. It's part of our lives. It's part of the fabric of America. It's part of this show. It's part of everything. Everyone around us right now is wearing sneakers. Even Omar's got four dunks on. Four little baby dog dunks. She's just fucking chilling. Um, I'm really excited, actually, to partner up with Soul Savvy. Uh, They're here to get the sneakers uh, that you want and avoid paying resale. And It doesn't matter if you're an OG like myself, are new to the game. Soul Savvy is for every sneaker enthusiast looking to grow the collection. I believe Soul Savvy is breaking down the wall between us and the sneakers we want and making it so all of us can be a part of this thing, not just the people that have the secret ways in and the bots and the insides and the outs. What if what if I want access to the Bigfoot uh, dunks or or the or the uh, the Union Jordans? Like I want to get those shoes. Why can't I get them? Oh, I got to be special. I got to wait in line. I got to pay four hundred thousand dollars for a pair of shoes that I love and I want to wear on my feet. When you join Soul Savvy, you get exclusive info, info like early access link and release guys, which serves as a one stop shop for drop day. Soul savvy monitors over 100 plus retailers and their inventory the moment the sneakers are available you get a direct link to purchase are you fucking kidding me this is what i want this is what i need you know how much time i spent trying to get these black vapor maxes i had to go to two stores three websites and i finally found them at the grove randomly it's a pain in the fucking ass it hurts my dick i don't want to deal with it Now there's a site that helps me do this. Now there's an app. Is it an app? It's gotta be an app. Soul Savvy catches rumors and leaks and educates community levers with exclusive release info, including stock numbers, retailers, and one click add to cart links. They take the guesswork out of getting the sneakers that you want in your life. Soul Savvy works at every stage of a shoe drop, making sneakers more fun and accessible for the members. I already said that. I think we understand what's happening here. They're democratizing the inside secret shadowy world of buying sneakers. When it comes time to cop, SoulSavvy's latest assist tool helps members shave precious seconds off the checkout process by auto filling personal information and increasing your chances at a win. Let me tell you something. This is the secret. This is like the little bits of seconds and, and inches. It's a game of inches, motherfuckers, when you're trying to get these shoes.
1: Damn it, it's tough.
0: Um, They offer hands-on, one-to-one support from their team of experts, live training sessions, and they prepare their members for each key release, answering questions, and providing best practices for success. This is like a boot camp for sneakerheads. You don't have to be a sneakerhead, though. You can just be a guy that really loves, really appreciates the artistry of sneakers. Nike, if you heard of them, they're making people happy. They're making beautiful products for everyone to enjoy, not just you guys that have access. Everyone should be able to have what they want. This is America. Right? Uh, the drop alerts feature within the Soul Savvy, uh, with within the Soul Savvy helps you catch every restock and unexpected release with personalized alerts built into the app, delivered instantly to your device, taking you straight to checkout with one tap. It's amazing. I'm I'm it's amazing. I mean Uh, Buying sneakers for retail is hard. With Soul Savvy, you can finally beat the bots and avoid paying resale. Get the sneakers you want and join Soul Savvy today. Go to SoulSavvy.com forward slash BTA for 40% off your first month. Soul Savvy has created a new experience for sneaker enthusiasts thanks to industry-leading tools, technology, and training. So what is happening here is that they get you the shoe before you can have to get it from a reseller. You cut out the middleman. I don't have to go to another site to buy the shoe and I can get it before it goes to the second site. You get it first. You want to be ahead of the game? This is where you need to be, Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy is offering PTA listeners 40% off your first month of their all-access membership at soulsavvy.com forward slash PTA. That's 40% off your first month's membership at dot com forward slash PTA. Get the sneakers you want and avoid resale. I hear. Hey, he can hear us. What did? What did you, Ed? What did you do, Eddie? Oh my god, Ed.
1: Uh, uh, No, hold on. I'm currently attending an an online class for driving, driving license class. But I'm I'm on another Zoom with you guys.
0: You're taking an online driving license class. Yeah. Why did you get a five? Did you get a drunk driving ticket?
1: No, it's just uh, I've been postponing this shit my whole life and I'm living in the city, so uh, I never actually got around to get my license. Now it's uh yeah.
0: How how old are we, Ed?
1: I'm twenty four.
0: He's twenty four. You're so you're so Canadian, it's like it's <laughs> I can't even believe it. It's mind boggling. You how, have
1: how have you guessed?
0: Well, I mean, if the accent didn't let me know, the shirt sure as hell did. Oh
1: shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs>
0: it's like me. It's like me jumping on Facetime with an American flag shirt, a cowboy hat, and saying, "Hell, hell, howdy, y'all." Um,
1: <laughs>
0: wh- what's going yeah, on, man? What's been... what's the deal? So you're 24 years old. You don't have a driver's license. You don't have a car, but you have a wicked headset, and you love Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the headset is for my online class because I'm am... anyway. Yeah, actually, I don't love Canada, but uh, this is a beer company, and it's kind of ironic, but uh, I'm wearing t-shirts from...
0: Is that Moosehead? Is that Moosehead beer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, when I was a kid, my old man drank so much Moosehead that when I went to the liquor store, they would call me Little Moosehead. They'd be like, hey, Little Moosehead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'd be in there buying my my big sticks and my Chico sticks and just kind of like... You know, buying candy and shit, and just being like, "Huh?" And they'd be like, "Little Moosehead!" Ha <laughs> ha ha! They like laugh because like, my dad really loved Moosehead, and he drank a lot of it. And uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's a good beer, I must say. But um, and uh, yeah, I've been wearing their t-shirts for like two years now. I have a bunch. I go to the thrift store and I find a few, and I put them on. Ed, can like, you just grandma. can you
0: just go out and buy some fucking uh, streetwear so I can like you know live another day? Can you just buy some Born and Raised? I mean, yeah. I'm not- I- I'm not asking for much.
1: Just buy like. Do you distribute in in Montreal?
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Just get online, divert about twenty percent of your of your salary into streetwear, specifically born and raised, and help look help keep things like Omar alive. Okay, you see this? Can she? Can he see this? You can't see. Can you see Omar? I I, I don't see any video. You should see it. You should see uh, Omar. Omar's withering away. Omar's. Omar's not. She's not seeing. They need to see me. Okay. I need my people. There we go.
1: Oh. Can you see us? And she can't hear anything, right?
0: No, Omar can't hear for shit. She can barely see. But she wants to live. Okay. And the only way she's going to live is if people continually support born and raised across the globe. (laughs) Like, subscribe. But like how about yeah, well, this uh, just do this how about you know what here's this is what I want you to do right now can you do me a favor since you're taking your online driving class do me a favor go on to YouTube right now go to powerful truth angels and like I, and subs-
1: subscribe you
0: already, already subscribed, subscribed my I, man
1: I've been spreading the gospel to my friends here in uh, in Quebec
0: that's right see slowly we grow one by one yep. word of mouth you know that's exactly. the best grassroots and, grassroots and uh I've, grassroots is where it's at so what i'm hoping ed how do you say your name
1: uh i say eduall but you can call me ed edward
0: okay edward eddie
1: yeah um
0: what's your deep do you have what do you we got to have a topic here to talk about so we can't just hang out here. yeah i know
1: i i made a list of things to say in case i I was picked up but i I have a, a my darkest secret dark story
0: darkest secret let's go
1: okay um I used to live with uh three roommates yes. and we had four cats in a huge apartment in the quebec city and um you know the cats were young and eating uh, pretty much anything that was laying around
0: oh shit and
1: um one day uh i i wore tank tops a lot of them like under uh, shirts yeah and uh like one of the cats ate a piece of the tank top because uh well i told my roommate that I cooked with duck fat, and you know I spilled some on my tank top, and she, she actually chewed the fabric and made a hole in, in in the in the tank top. But but it wasn't duck fat. Oh, it was no. cum. <laughs> yeah. I never told them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I got to tell you I so, wish uh, Maddie was here to to have heard that. That is a truly horrible. Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Did the cat live?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she still lives uh she's she's in great shape. She's just a seeming demon.
0: Your cum is so delicious that a cat ate fabric just to get every drop. It ate through a tank top. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm guessing when you first started telling the story, I thought it was a dime size hole, but I'm guessing a good solid cum splatter. We're talking about four yeah. four inches, four inches of fabric, maybe. Like, like this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, like the bottom a, of a can.
0: Like a small pancake. Yeah, and yeah,
1: exactly. Like the, the bottom of a can.
0: A truly, a truly wonderful and disgusting tale. Uh my yeah. girlfriend's in the corner making a horrible face. So I know you've done your job. And you know what? Sorry. I'm going to tell you. Keep squirting. Keep using your. Keep using your. <laughs> keep using tank. Listen, a tank top is a perfect uh, cum towel. It's stretchy. It cleans up the mess. Yes. It's it's the best. You're not going to get a better second to a tank top. is a, is just a clean white t shirt third is just like yeah, a crispy white tea yeah crispy i like what i like to do is i get a i like to have my i have a stack of of clean white teas from the dry cleaner and i get them i get them steamed and pressed and i have them next to the bed and when i'm working one out i just like reach out for like a like a perfect gentleman and grab a crispy tea and lay it on my chest yeah. like an apron and then i just i just jackson pollock that motherfucker and and it's and just white you, on white you, yeah it's just it. It's gray. It's gray, yellowish on white, and then I fold it up like a napkin and just do a little fucking alley oop into the uh, old uh, laundry bin. Ed, thank you so much. That was a great call. I love what you had to say. You really dropped. You really did a good job in dropping the line at the end, and, and uh, you went from duck fat to cum. What a tale. Thank yep. you so much. I hope you have a good thank rest you. of your week. Well, you too. Take have care, a... Ed. What a sh- what a caller.
2: What a great caller. Hey, what up, Jones?
0: What's popping?
2: None much, just on set right now.
0: Oh yeah? What are you what are you working on?
2: Well I guess I would guess I wonder if I could say it. I guess the host announced it. I'm working on a show called Making the Cut.
0: Making the Cut?
2: Yeah, uh, reality. It's a fashion competition show.
0: Oh, is that the one uh that had the Migos on it with Bobby Hundreds?
2: No, that's the hype, but I worked on that show too.
0: What are you doing on set?
2: Right now I work with uh, talent with the judges.
0: Oh, so I'm, just,
2: I'm just waiting for them to arrive. Kick back, you know.
0: You work, you're like wrangling talent?
2: Yeah, at least on yeah, on this show. I usually do different things. Sometimes I work like AP jobs. Um but yeah, this is cool cuz I work with like Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn and shit.
0: Oh, hell yeah. What's your um what's your So what's your what's your position? Are you a PA?
2: Uh yeah, right now, yeah, on this show. Yeah. Um, I guess well, technically, I'm a talent wrangler, so it's talent wrangler. Talent wrangler. But and it's like what, the same shit. That's like, like the only job that's like, that has a different name that's basically like a PA kind, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, man. You got to get your foot in the door any way you can. What's your end goal? Where do you want to go with it?
2: I want to produce unscripted, yo.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay.
2: But yeah. I got a question for you. What What reality shows have you watched and or liked or disliked?
0: Oh, shit. What a great question. Um... Back in the day, I was addicted to Flavor of Love. You ever see that one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had
2: an OG one right
0: there. Yeah, it's an OG one. And I, I had my day, I had my time with reality TV where I was super hooked into it. And then I just, I think I fucking overdid it and I haven't been able to watch it since. But yeah. I, did, I did watch I watch Shark Tank with my girlfriend now and then because I find that interesting, like watching people's companies, um, watching people's concept of companies. I think that's interesting. Shark Tank is kind of good. What else? What else is good? Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. My, dad, my dad's friend actually created Flavor of Love. My no, dad worked on that show. No shit.
0: You. Oh, my God. Flavor yeah. of Love. There was an episode of Flavor of Love where one of the contestants took a shit in the group, and there was a big group photo, a big group scene at the end. She ducked yeah. down behind the dais and took a shit. And they're like, "Yo, you just took a shit on camera!" Like she just shit on the ground. It was crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> how great is That's
2: that? Like when reality could go wild. Yeah, like where it was just going wild.
0: But now reality, but um, I mean, now reality is super scripted, right? Like it's barely any, it's barely reality anymore, isn't it?
2: Well, usually it's like the situation are scripted when you put the people in the situation then that's basically what we would call the reality of it
0: right so it's like they are it's basically like an, they're they are ad-libbing within the situations and just kind of reacting as they would normally react
2: sometimes yeah sometimes if there's like hosts then they'll have the in ear and then the EP will basically be telling them like what to say next sometimes sometime. oh yeah or, yeah for every show it's different do you well, love those shows those shows were just raw they were just having flavor and they are taking all these girls into this location and they're like alright let's see what we get
0: I mean do you love do you love reality T V? Yeah, I love it. Did you know that you know who Blueface is?
2: Blueface like the, the rapper?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he started doing something. I saw I would see it on No Jumper now and then, where he was making a reality TV show. But I think he basically just took one of his houses and filled it full of bunk beds and just stuffed it full of like girls, and they just would be <laughs> fighting and beefing, and it was just crazy. I don't even, I don't even know if yeah. he even got a show off, but I think that he was just doing something in the spirit of reality TV. I mean, I used to watch Road World, yeah. Road Real World, Real World, yeah. Real Road Rules, and Real World. I watched that stuff um yeah. i mean what are some more recent reality tv shows i should check out
2: well like i mean i mean th- th- there's a whole bunch there's not as much as like the the crazy um ones like there used to be like bad girls club was like one with oh my god was just wild bad girls club is fire <laughs> yeah but it, it seems like now reality is basically the lines kind of blurred right you could take powerful truth angels and you could basically pump out a couple different shows on, you know, your channel and this powerful truth angels, just the network.
0: That's what I'm thinking. I think, I think we just did a version of that in Portland. We basically just did a day of us shooting in Portland and we did it with a yeah. real production. It was almost like, I'm like, this is not even a podcast anymore. It's like reality yeah. TV It's like an infomercial almost. So yeah, the lines yeah. are blurred. No one knows, wh- nobody knows what's real and what isn't anymore. While we're talking about that though, do you have any secrets you want to tell us?
2: Oh, uh, I saw that you guys were talking about love and stuff. So, should, I have a question: Should an old flame ever be reignited?
0: Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, if you're if you're both single, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. What's the downside? I mean, I the downside? is probably just the same old shit. Maybe
0: <laughs> old old baggage.
2: Like, yeah, our shit, shit didn't change. I mean, do people really ever change 100? percent It's like the core is probably still the same, but
0: sometimes people break up and in that time when they break up here's what a breakup is right when you break up with someone that's when you really see who they are and you can assess who they are as a person because if they take that time to get their shit together yeah. uh, then you're like oh this person really does want to do something different and they were complacent in their relationship and it wasn't working for them or uh, sometimes you know people break up and then you look at them and you're like wow that person's a real piece of shit like Oh, that's that's who yeah, I, sh- that's that's who they're dating now? Like and they're like now they're dating this like SoundCloud rapper and they're drinking lean every day, like, oh that's lame. Like I didn't want to be with that person. Not that there's anything yeah. wrong with that because you know, whatever, but I think you can really see people in their reactions to to stress and, and, and being put in a situation where it's like not ideal, you know? So like when yeah. when this person when you broke up with this person, or oh, who did you break up with this person or did this person break up with you?
2: No, I mean I usually break up with with the, the partners usually, I don't think I've really ever. Maybe once I got broken up with. Oh, actually, yeah, I have.
0: Yeah, that shit sucked. She was whack. She was. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> the one that broke up with you was whack, but the ones you break up with, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, it's because yeah, it's like basically if you break up, it's like you're ready. But if they break up with you, you're not ready. Type yeah.
0: Thing, you know, I mean, look so at I've I've been dumped before, and and I think that. When I look at it, I can see myself objectively and be like, yeah, I wasn't ready for this relationship. And I also wasn't ready to even be a person at that time. So I get yeah. it. I have no there's no part of me that is mad at anyone for dumping me. And as a matter of fact, I think I'm I think I've prematurely uh removed myself from relationships because of like, I don't even know why. Just being like, well, this is uncomfortable. I'm gonna leave. And that's no reason to leave. You gotta be sure. uncomfortable once in a while. But let me ask you this. So this person that you broke up with. Yeah. What happened after you broke up with this person? What did this person do with their life?
2: I don't I don't know because I got blocked. Oh, you got blocked. This is a new world. You get blocked, and then you're just like, all right, I guess I was in a relationship with someone.
0: How long has it been?
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's probably been like four years. I mean, that's. Oh, like my the, God. Four years. I mean, the only one.
0: there could have been marriages, I mean, I don't kids. Know if I'm still
2: blocked. Yeah.
0: Is this person creeping back yeah, in now, or are you creeping back? Who's creeping? No,
2: no that's kind of just always the thought that's always on your, I mean, on your mind, right? Or I guess sometimes. I mean, what if? Questions are, what if? Yeah. So that's why it's like the old flame will it ever reignite? And if it did, you just basically same old shit. Now I just got a couple more stories.
0: Right. Well, that's a pretty yeah. bleak outlook on things. <laughs> same old shit. <laughs> a couple more stories. I'd say. I mean, if, if that's how you feel, I'd say maybe don't reignite. It sounds pretty. It sounds yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty boring. You're just like, ah. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: I guess. I guess maybe I'm not looking in like in. The, you're uh, like I'm just oh, gonna. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just gonna pound this old hole again and <laughs> fill it. There <laughs> 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 we go. There we go. Just kidding. Just kidding. It it's a nice. It's a wonderfully vibrant hole. It's not an old hole. Um, well, I
2: guess I have. I guess I guess I have one secret. It was uh, one time I, I DM'd you to to help out with this podcast, and you said I'll get back to you
0: and I never did
2: yeah well, you guys hired this other Alex guy
0: that's not a secret <laughs> but you know <laughs> you what it's a got, secret
2: between you and me
0: <laughs> no but I'll tell you if you if you keep bugging me I'll I'll do it I just get caught up I get really there's a shout out to Ricky Ricky kept bugging me and then I ended up on his podcast I was like yo you just got to be persistent I'll pull up and I did pull up and I did the show and it was great um, shout out to the boy Ricky um, but um
2: Hey, I have one last question if you're going if Jason to cut me off real quick. I want to know what you thought of the show The Hype though.
0: I didn't watch the it yet.
2: Streetwear competition show.
0: I mean, honestly like my first my first instinct is like whatever, but I haven't watched it so I can't I can't have content prior to investigation, so I'm going to check it out. Oh, damn it. I think I think right. uh, I know Beffy was on there. She's sick. Uh so there's, you know, I respect what she does and like I think that like it just depends on what you know, I think that the idea of streetwear is different in my mind to what it is in reality. To my mind, in my mind, streetwear represents like uh, it's. I think it was. Well, I think it's. Yeah. I think it's bigger on the show than what it is. But maybe that's where streetwear is now. Like streetwear is probably a much bigger term than uh, it is than it than it was when I started doing it. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Of course. If they're looking at it, well, they didn't go international. I guess. It's, it, it, well, let's just say. We're looking at, or you're watching the show from an outsider's perspective, right? And I worked on the show, and I wasn't involved with the creative in that sense. I'm not that high up there, but I wish you a damn way this is a conversation for another day, I guess.
0: Well, have me on your podcast, and we'll talk about it. And I'll watch the show before. Yeah,
2: yeah you, got, you got to come on Hoodstocks, bro. Come on what? Hood.
0: He cut out. What'd you say?
2: Hoodstocks podcast.
0: I can't. He's cutting out.
2: Yo, yo, can you hoodstocks hear me? Hoodstocks podcast.
0: Hoodstocks, that's the yeah. one. Yo, I'm in. Yeah. Yo, yo, shoot me a DM. I'm in. 100. I'll do it. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, yeah. It just, it, we just fell out of communication, but I'm totally down to do it. Let's roll.
2: For sure.
0: I'm I with. I like. You. I, th- I fuck with hoodstocks. Let's do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm the
0: co-host. All right, this let's Casey, do it. He's a fool with the hat. Yo. No, let's get it. He's a fool with the hat. Hoodstocks. Let's go.
2: Alright, well, it was nice talking to you. I gotta get my ass back to work. The host's about to get here in a couple of minutes.
0: Get back in there, boy. I'll talk to you soon.
2: Alright, I'll talk to you later. All right, peace. All right, peace.
0: Good stocks. Hello, Mr. Dover.
3: Yo, two tone. What up? Can you hear me?
0: Yes. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben Dover.
3: Yo, what up?
0: Dude, you got me. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Got 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 him. What's popping, Ben? What's going on?
3: Yo, what's up, man? How you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm all right. I'm hanging on by a thread. Um, did you watch last week's show with Callie DeWitt?
3: Callie DeWitt? I did not yet.
0: No. He, ben, come on, man. Get the fuck. Have you... Have you so some... I
3: just watched... I was literally just watching old episodes. I watched the paint off.
0: Dude, you're going, uh, you're starting from the beginning. Did you like, did you? That's uh,
3: just the YouTube. It, I was just watching it on YouTube. It's whatever popped up. Ben, I can you, it.
0: Ben, can you do me a favor? Can you subscribe what? to the YouTube and also inc- recruit about 30 Dude, of your yeah, friends? I am already subscribed, bro. Yeah. Get 30 of your friends to subscribe because we have to get these numbers up, okay? I got to get my subscription rates up. We got to get more sponsors. We got to turn this thing into the powerhouse it deserves to be. The powerful truth angels. We got to go global. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. We have to take over.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Well, since since we're talking business, I'm glad you're down to talk business.
0: Oh, uh, no, no, I'm not down. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's
3: talk T-shirts. All right. Let's talk Can T-shirts. Talk-
0: what do you got? What do you got? You want to talk T-shirts?
3: Yeah, so uh, I work for a tattoo shop, and we opened a uh, printing company <laughs> okay. to make our own work, right? because we were tired of what we were getting so we started we started a dtf uh operation
0: yeah down uh, to fuck yep
3: dtg and dtf so uh direct to garment direct to film down to fuck down to
0: grind yep
3: yeah you know what it is i know the deal uh so and we're making our own stuff that's going great we're making stuff for other people but um i kind of want to get into our own lane of like you know, making our own stupid shit. That's not, um, tattoo shirt, tattoo shirts necessarily. Okay. Like, um, I don't know, I guess meme shirts, you would call them, you follow, you know, like meth syndicate or like any of that type of shit on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Meth,
0: meth syndicate health collective, those kind of, yeah, meme, yeah, yeah. those kind of meme companies. Yeah. Meme shirts. So you want to, yeah. you want to get into the game of taking, of making memes live on cotton.
3: For sure. Yeah. That's my favorite shit to spend my own money on.
0: Well, uh, wh- what state are you in?
3: Uh, Georgia, Savannah, oh, Georgia.
0: Okay. You're in Georgia and you're going to sell locally through the shop. or You're going to start a website.
3: Uh, I was thinking Instagram. I yeah. mean, but we also can sell through the shop. We can sell through our own website. How um, many, uh, know, how many
0: followers do you have on the shop? Instagram?
3: So on the tattoo shop, we got uh, we just hit seventy five hundred. Um, we got less on the actual print work site because we've only been open for about a year, probably like fifteen hundred.
0: What's your question, Ben?
3: Uh, I mean, what's the best way to? Where, what do we need to be doing? Do we need to be trying oh. to find stores? Do we need to be going through Instagram? Do we need? I guess where's the best place to push our stuff? Or well. what was your? marketing oh my thing. god
0: okay here's what i'm gonna i want you to take my advice all right okay. first thing you do when you start a t-shirt company okay now everyone listening everyone out there aspiring to get into the t-shirt game to make t-shirts to screen your own t-shirts to sell them online the first thing you do is you get all you get you get your get your guys together in a room and you have a quorum or a meeting and you have it. You, you set it set it put it in your calendar for next wednesday you get together in a room and You get in the room and you, uh, you get all your designs together and you get them all into, uh, you know, some sort of a whiteboard or you print them out and you put up on a bulletin board on the wall, or you all access them through a giant screen, you get all your designs in one place into one folder. And then, and then what you do is you get everyone in the room, you look at all your designs, and you get a look at your, what your bank account has, okay? And you kind of get a tabulation of how much money, you, how much liquid currency you have to use. And then right at the point that you guys all kind of get your eyes on the money and the designs, you want to, you want to each take a cyanide capsule <laughs> and, jo- and go to Valhalla because you'll have yeah. more fun in heaven <laughs> dancing with the Valkyrie than making t-shirts it's a tough horrible business to be involved in it's brutal it's painful and you know what the thing you know what the thing is about apparel is that you have to fucking reinvent it every two weeks roughly maybe even more it's non-stop it's grueling it's 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 terrible. It's it's tiresome. It's painful. There's arguments. There's beefs. There's paint everywhere. There's there's a water base. There's there's a, a embroidery. There's puff ink. Sometimes you have to employ lasers. Do you want to start dealing with lasers, Ben? Do you want to have lasers in your everyday life? Do you want to have to deal with fucking lasers?
3: I <laughs> mean, uh, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. So yeah, fuck it, whatever. All right, well, me. I didn't
0: scare you. This is what the this is the, the the talk that the drill instructor gives you to see if you can get through his course. And right out the gate he goes, Go home, ring the bell, wash out, you piece of shit. Don't fucking do it. Now you've you've made it through that part of my speech. Now I'm gonna tell you the real thing. Uh here's how it works, man. You you put your idea on a t-shirt. You're like, I think that this cool cat on a surfboard wearing polarized glasses is sick. I'm gonna put this on a t-shirt. You put it on a t-shirt. Well- uh, you send it out into the world via whatever portal you want to use—Instagram, websites, Facebook—I don't fucking know. Use your uncle's fucking flip phone to download a diagram of your own dick. It doesn't matter. And you put it out in the world. And the next day, you open up your your Chase uh, bank account, and you're rich. Do you want to be rich? Then make it make one T-shirt design. You'll be rich.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now pick, choose your own adventure. Pick a lane. I I offer you suicide in Valhalla or I offer you uh rich <laughs> up. I offer you just to get rich. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I offer you just to get rich uh, <laughs> instantly. Um, no, I listen. Uh, I think, I think the best thing you can do is to start very, very small and to keep in mind one thing. Um, You're, if you sell t-shirts, know what business you're in and you're in the business of advertising and branding and that's it. You're not in the fashion business. You're not even barely in the apparel business. You're in the branding business. So you have to act accordingly, establish a brand, repeat that brand ad nauseum for the next 10 years, and maybe you'll turn a buck.
3: All right, man. I appreciate your honesty.
0: Yeah, no, but have fun with it. (laughs)
3: <laughs> as much as no, I can. No, it's great.
0: I love it. I love it. Listen, I, I think you're, you're going to make some t-shirts, sell them on Instagram, push them on Instagram, and establish a, get a brand name in there, get a little brand, you know, make a logo, and make sure that logo's yeah. under every t-shirt you do. And there you go. That's a really simple. Let's say you're going to call it, uh, you know, Meme Penis. Make sure you get a cool logo and maybe knock off the Coca Cola logo, make it say Meme Penis. And make sure under yeah. every meme picture slash whatever that you do, that little logo lives. And then eventually you just have a t shirt that says Meme Penis with the logo. And then people are like, okay. yo. And then someone, someone's like, I need that shirt. And
3: I fucking love Meme Penis, dude.
0: Meme Penis, man. You can have that for free. That's a free jewel. I'm M- going
3: to steal it, man. I appreciate it.
0: M E M E P N I S. And I say, take that and, and use the old Coca Cola logo as a reference. All right.
3: And
0: man. you know what you no, can I- do? You know what you can do when you spell it out? You write mean penis, and the swish on the co- on the Coca Cola could just be a nice head of a penis in a shaft, and it, and it loops oh, around. Damn. And the loop around yeah. could be the oh. balls. <laughs> man. There's
3: I'll, no wonder you're on top of the.
0: Yeah, there's no wonder I'm atop top of the fucking heap here. Listen, I'll invoice you. That's 75k right out the gate, so don't worry about okay. it. You're gonna make it back in about six years.
3: Sounds sick, man. I appreciate it.
0: Godspeed, Ben. Have a good one. You too. Yo, what's up? You're on the Powerful Truth Angels Radio Network, Television, Podcast, YouTube Channel. What's popping, sir? Hell yeah! You made it. I made it. What's number your name? One. I'm number one. You're number one. Hi Elijah, where are you calling from? Uh Salem, Oregon. Where? Samuel Morgan? Uh, Salem, Oregon. Holy like shit, call a caller from Oregon. Salem. You know, I was just in Portland, Oregon, uh, a few days ago, but I did not make my way up to Salem. Oh, wait, should have come up here. I should have come up there all right. because all I know about Salem is Salem's lot. Some Stephen King book slash movie. Anyways, uh, Sorry, Elijah, what, Elijah, what's going on in your life, man? How are you? Is it all good or is it all bad? What's going on? Um, I'd say it's all good right now. Yeah. Uh, I just finished up finals and stuff from last week, and my wife
4: opened up a
0: store. My wife? She's dealing, dealing with that going through those motions, so it's all great. Your, your wife opened up a store she sells seashells? Now she's selling like uh, vintage stuff and custom clothes. Well, listen, stands a reason that maybe there are vintage seashells in her store. Is it possible? I think she actually has a couple. Don't make me out to be the bad guy here. I just, I just call him how I see him. Do you have any deep dark secrets? Do you have any deep dark secrets, Elijah? Um, actually, I was thinking about it, and I came across one. Okay, let's hear it.
4: And a few years ago worked at Home Depot.
0: Yes. And I, I love this already.
4: They had, a, they had a very nice uh break
0: room. Okay. I became accustomed to taking off the breaks uh, as one
3: does when they work at Home
0: Depot. I already know where this is but going. Actually, yep. Yep. Eventually when people when people are gone when other people are working and yep. I was taking my
4: forty minute, fifteen minute break. Yeah. I started to get started to get hungry. Yeah. I didn't did always have my own food, so I started reading uh
0: covered in refrigerator. Oh, no. And it became a, became a daily habit where I took people's food. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. I thought this was going to go the cum route. I thought you were going to say you're jerking off in the day, in the break room. But this is even darker because you ate other <laughs> – Listen, there's nothing – I've worked these jobs. There's nothing worse than the only thing you're looking forward to when you're working a job like Home Depot, one of these like long eight-hour shifts, is the lunch part. It's the only time where you're free for like whatever that forty minutes is, right? Now, what you did yeah. is you you when you're working a, a backbreaking job uh, and you have your lunch, it's like you get a little reprieve, your soul gets a little break. And what you did, Elijah, by eating these people's dinners, is you you ate part of their souls. You did. You've you've enacted. You you've you've done some of the darkest, dirtiest witchcraft I've ever heard of. You've eaten a soul because in that in that little microcosm that little 8-hour window you're in you're in the you're in one of the rings of hell when you're working retail or any 8-hour shift where you're working for somebody it's usually pretty hellish in my opinion in my but, experience absolutely. and the one time you have one reprieve and that's when you get to go have your bullshit pasta you made and and your garlic bread that your girlfriend made and some fucking psycho named Elijah just ravaged it like a fucking pack of wildebeest, 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 like a pack of wolverines, um, and I don't know how you can ever make amends for this. This is a grievous crime. Well, I'll tell you
4: the last time I ever did it, there was a uh, elderly woman that came in.
0: Oh no! <laughs> Once
4: i already eaten everything I saw in the picture.
0: <laughs> so you're eating multiple, you're eating multiple meals? Yeah, yeah, I did as much as I wanted Those free food. Oh my god. At the final saw, this elderly woman and Ruth came in the back, opened up the refrigerator, slammed it with all her might, and said, now who's eating my sugar-free yogurt? I need that for my diabetes. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, so, so Ruth, if you're out there, if you're listening to this, you're still at this, I'm sorry. She's not with us, and she's not listening to this because she's dead. The yogurt wasn't even good. I just wanted to live there. Ah, oh, you bastard. And you know, the the problem, Elijah, is that I don't sense a hint of remorse in your voice. And, you know, this goes back to the melting down of the planet. And if we just magnify this attitude by 100 times and just drop you in some Fortune 500 company, you're part of the problem. Oh, there, part of the 14, company. I didn't say that. But I did say that... There's no remorse. You're remorseless. You're a savage. No, I, I don't do why don't you? Why don't you do this? Why don't you? If you're such a savage, why don't you become a Navy SEAL and at least uh, protect our way of life by by uh, murdering uh, our our opposition? Kill the ops in the name of America via the Navy SEALs. If because it's basically that would be a, a, a more uh, honorable way to inflict um you know yourself upon the world inflict your 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 dangerous um what's the word i'm thinking of here yeah, sure <laughs> become a killer before you eat someone else's food in the break room before you eat a diabetic woman's sugar free yogurt it's better that you go and join the marines you say so, that's all doing all right i'll see you live What's the Marines look what's the Marines thing? simplify motherfucker. Get Live get him. Eli- Live free. Let God sort him out. Bye, Elijah. Elijah, I gotta. Did you hang up on him? No. <laughs> Elijah, I'm truly I'm truly horrified by what you did. But hang up on him. I can't talk to him anymore. It's terrible. It's a terrible thing he did. Terrible. Eating other people's lunches? Oh, I need a bat. I need a. I need a really nice call now. That was terrible. It went. We hit. We went high with the duck fat. Come, uh, bend over was okay, and then Elijah really took us down a dark road. He didn't like. Ella did not like bend over. Like, talking shop. Talking shop. You didn't like that. It's not entertaining. What's going on, dude? Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> I just see a giant head. What's That's happening? <laughs>
4: Oh, I've just been waiting to get on. He's
0: just taking a nap. Who am I speaking with?
4: Huh?
0: Who am I talking to?
4: My name's Stuart.
0: Hey, Stu. What's happening, man?
4: I just got off work, brother. Where do you work? I'm from Canada. I live in uh, British Columbia. BC. BC, from uh, Cam lives.
0: Stu, uh, on a scale of one to five... How many teenage girls do you have trapped in your basement right now?
4: The big old, big old zero. <laughs>
0: Come on, man! You can, it's just us and the fifteen thousand uh, YouTube subscribers.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what's happening, man?
4: Rather just chilling. I yeah. got a cat. I got, you I got, got, a- got a cat this uh, past two weeks? Has been in the bottom of my couch, just being scared for her life.
0: A cat. Yeah. You know,
4: yeah, she 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 was like came from a, a colony up at the ski hill in Kamloops, and so she's all scared of people. And now I'm trying to get her out of the couch. And this call
0: this call is getting more Canadian by the minute. I can't believe it,
4: oh, buddy. It's happening.
0: <laughs> You look like the central you look like the central casting bad guy serial killer I always see in like the crime shows. Like you look like a nice guy. This is why. I'll tell oh. you why. You look like a nice guy. I can tell you're a nice guy, but then this is the guy they always cast as like the guy who lives on the street and he's like nice and he has a cat, but he also has a bunch of captive humans and he eats them. <laughs> See, and he would laugh that way too. He'd give it a good chuckle, <laughs> and inside he just has a churning fire in which he wants to burn me and kill me alive for, for uh, kill me alive. I'm so burnt right now. What's on your mind, man?
4: Oh, brother, just chilling. I'm, I, I, uh, I just I saw on Instagram you guys are getting all uh, zoomy and having people on. <laughs> I tried for the past, I've, I've tried for the past three times, but then I just got I just uh, fell asleep or, or took a nap, you know. So like. Uh, you you finally caught me
0: we got you we're getting all zoomy here's the thing you gotta have a you gotta fit into our criteria do you have a a deep dark secret or do you want to talk about your love life one of the two or 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 listen or you can just jump on the tv thing and tell me what's the best tv show i should be watching right now because my girlfriend thinks i should watch more tv
4: don't watch more tv
0: dude come on man (laughs) retweet uh, <laughs> cool
4: i just put away my tv actually for uh tent to, to stop watching so much tv and it's been great i've been getting into drawing painting uh hanging out you know with the cat spending more time outside even though it's you know winter snowing, ice everywhere
0: but uh yeah well okay I- so the TV. What about you? Have deep dark secrets or a love life question?
4: Uh, no, I just kind of jumped on. I kind of wanted to. You just wanted to
0: say that. hi.
4: Say hi, you know. Okay. Big, well, big fan. I'm long time listener, first time
0: caller. So. I'm I'm glad you called in. It's good. To, it's good to put a face to a to a long time listener, and uh, you know, I just want to say. Let that cat free. Let it do what it needs to do. Let it out of the couch. Let the teenager out of your basement. And let, yeah. and let the neighborhood out of your vice-like grip of terror. Let them let them free. Okay? And we'll do Okay, we'll do. <laughs> Okay. Have a good day. I'll talk to you soon. Terrified. T- terrified of that, man. I'll tell you why. That guy, when he stood up, seven feet tall, 314 pounds, all muscle, scary canadians gone bad because they're so nice the canadians but i can't imagine being on the wrong side of one of these canucks because i think i'll get my head bashed in i'm not gonna lie nate what's popping
5: am i in this i'm on the pod
0: you're in the pod you're on the show nate i need to know you're the last caller what is your deepest darkest most disgusting secret
5: um let's see that's a tough one uh, first of all, I'd like to just say it's an honor to be on the pod. I'm a long-term, long-time listener. I'm uh, on a film set right now, actually, so I just dipped out real quick. But um, let me think.
0: What One are you doing? On, what darkest... are you doing? What's your position on the show? Are you a PA?
5: I'm a fucking grip, brother.
0: There we go. We got a grip.
5: Yeah, we got a grip.
0: <laughs> God loves a grip. I'll tell you that much. I know I do.
5: <laughs> fucking gripping and ripping, baby.
0: That's right well um
5: let's see darkest secret yeah um ooh, i got a juicy one for you when i was five i was on vacation with my family mm. in florida
0: i love this love this and
5: uh we were at a restaurant i believe it might have been at denny's okay and uh at this denny's we ordered our food we sat down we waited around and as a as a five-year-old i got a little antsy and i needed to go to the bathroom absolutely and uh I thought I was a man and I could, was man enough to stand up at the toilet and uh I shit my pants. I shit them so bad. Oh. It was liquid diarrhea everywhere.
0: Oh, I mean, and, uh, I, I was hoping you got abducted. No offense. But I'll take oh, the. Oh, sh- that would have been a lot better. I'll take the shit story. But I mean, at five yeah. years old, you still, listen, you still got a lot of bad shits left in the bank, even up until you're what? You shot yourself until you were 12. Okay. <laughs> I had it. listen, I'm just going to come clean. I had a problem where I, 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 okay. I, I was shitting. I definitely
5: shitty. did not shit myself at 12.
0: I definitely shat, I definitely shat myself at 12 because I would, I didn't want to go to the bathroom and I would hold it in until I would just fart and just, r- just ruin underwear. Uh, maybe 12 oh, is a bit cool. old. Maybe. You got to let
5: it out. Me and the grip guys have been ripping ass on this whole production the whole time. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've been that's, farting
1: during cakes.
0: That's standard. You guys, I mean, that's part of a grip's job is to aggressively fart, right? It's in, mm-hmm. it's in the union bylaws. You have to, if you guys don't let out 36.2 farts, uh, 36.2 farts. Oh, within are fired. offset. Yeah, you you're can gone. get canned, offset. And, you know, and this is what led to the great strike of 86 when they were shooting Mammy Vice is because the grip stopped farting. And if a grip stops farting, the show it. stops fucking moving. So all you grips out there, God damn it, keep farting. 'Cause you're keeping end this end industry end of alive. Amen to yeah.
5: that. Grip and rip.
0: Grip it and rip it. So listen, um, I'm gonna I have to come clean because this is a powerful truth, Angels. And I was and someone just pulled oh, my true. card. Ella just pulled yep. my card and said, you know, look it, I used to suck my thumb until I was twelve and I used to shit my pants until I was probably eight or nine. And uh and here's how here's how it all shook out for me is I uh, I used to shit I used to shit in my dadunts, right? And uh my underoos and I had the little fucking, you know, little baby underwear little superhero underwear. And I would just like for some reason, because I was such a fucked up kid, I would hold in my shits and then I would they would just explode and I would just rip through my underwear. And my answer to that problem was a little kid living in an apartment in Venice, is I'd chuck them out the window. And one day my dad comes to my room and he goes, So You're having some problems. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I I think you're having some problems with uh, your underwear. And I'm like, I just don't know what you're talking about because I learned early on just to deny, 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 kind of like a president Mm -hmm. of ours, just deny Mm -hmm. until you die. And he goes, come here. And he takes me to the window and he goes, what's that? And I look out of the window. And what I didn't understand is when I was throwing the shitty drawers out the window, they weren't landing in the street. They were landing on the roof. Next to us, yep. So, on top of the roof next to us was about like eight pairs of just shitty, brightly colored boys' underwear, (laughs) and uh, that's how I got busted for shitting in my pants all the time. and uh, since That's then, beautiful. I have not been doing a lot of pants shitting, and I and I That's, and I also quit sucking my thumb at around twelve. So yeah, I'm a completely damaged and, and beat you got up any, child.
5: You got any better, deeper, juicier secrets? Because I think you've actually said that one before. Have I I've told this story before? Yeah, I've been I've been listening long enough to uh, know that I've heard that story before. I've heard the shitty underwear on the roof before, busted by your dad's story. You got to uh, give me a fresh secret. I, I, see, I, I forget. I also new. am like,
0: I also am pretty. Uh, I have a really shit memory, so I thought I was telling that story for the first time. It's probably for the Fourth time, so let me try to think of a deep, dark secret I can I can lace you with.
5: Mm-hmm. Do you got any like film related secrets that you can share without exposing any non disclosure agreements?
0: I don't think. Uh, uh no, because that's common knowledge. Um, I'm trying to think of like someone I worked with. I was on set. Uh, I was on a set of a music video that went horribly bad, and the producer of the whole show uh, tried to fight me. <laughs> But the secret is, I'll let the secret out, is that what nobody knows is I was shooting a music video and uh, everything that could have went wrong did go wrong. And part of what went wrong with the video was that I was high on cocaine. Uh, that'll, That'll do it. Yeah. And I was directing a video and I was having cocaine delivered to the set. And I was a mess. Now, that being said, no, I have to take responsibility. I have to I have to clean my side of the street.
5: That coke said is crazy. Coke said is crazy. I was working with this key grip. He was a fucking piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck he that guy. He stole my shoes. Oh, and, no. Uh, big, big ass coke head. And uh, he got fired after two weeks being on this movie I was on.
0: He stole your and, shoes?
5: Uh, he stole my shoes. He also took, we were sharing a hotel room. Get this. I go into the hotel room. There were three pillows on each bed. I get in there. I've got one pillow. He brought two of his own. This fool had six pillows on his bed (laughs) and left me one. Left me one. That's fucked up. We weren't sharing the room. I was coming into his room. That's what it was to him. He was such a fucking dickhead who just had his head up his ass.
0: You know, that's not in the interest of brotherhood and and camaraderie and, and, you know, going to war together. You got to share your fucking pillows, man.
5: Yeah. No, 100%. percent
0: you got to share your pillows. We had, a,
5: we had a father-son kind of bonding relationship, too, because this fool was as old as my dad. And, uh,
1: and yeah, he's, I could he's, not
5: believe it. He even messaged me and asked me for money, too. He had the audacity after stealing my shoes to then message me and be like, hey, man, can I have a couple bucks?
0: Jesus Christ, and, he stole uh, your shoes, he hoarded the pillows, uh, and then he hit you up for a couple bucks?
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: What a fuck. Like, what a fuckhead.
5: No, he, was, he was a fuckhead. He was a real
0: fuck. That guy so, needs okay. to get his shit together.
5: Uh, yeah. You're ASAP. telling
0: me. Uh, ASAP. Yeah, so well, thank you for calling. And it sounds yeah, like they no, need you they back do. on set. We're,
5: we just uh we just wrapped, so I gotta I gotta help load up some trucks. I got people backing up into me. Um I hope someone backs up into you tonight and uh hey. this call.
0: <laughs> Thanks for calling. What a great call. That was a good call. All right.